back at Hardcore 360 in Santa Barbara. Fasten your seatbelts, comrades, or you better be holding on to something heavy, like a Russian kettlebell, because if you're not willing to be part of the solution, we're going to blow your ass out the back door. This is Kevin Rail and Ron Jones, the Lean Braves, and we are Avengers of Health. Hide the donuts. You're listening to the Lean Braves radio show at theleanbraves.com. Welcome, comrades. I'm Ron Jones from the Lean Braves. Avengers of Health. I'm back at Hardcore 360 because I just can't get enough of the warrior spirit. And Rusty Smith is here with a couple of his comrades after a, another uh, kick-ass workout, I'm sure, here at Hardcore 360. Last week we talked a lot about the Hardcore 360 uh, gym here in Santa Barbara and also just about, in general, where America is and how we need to step up to the challenge. And so one thing I didn't explain last week was... Um, our little tagline, the Avengers of Health. So let me just tell you what an Avenger is by definition. It's one who avenges or vindicates, an Avenger of blood, one who takes vengeance, as in avenging for his brother. And my brothers and sisters are um, fellow Americans here, people that need some help, and we're out to help them and kick some serious ass. Our credo is when in doubt, throw down in the sweat of the moment. And so that's why I'm here with like-minded individuals like Rusty Smith. So, hey, Rusty, it's good to be back. Good to be here. <laughs> so did you listen to the show? Yeah, I loved it. Uh, we don't do any editing. I told you that. <laughs> yeah, I love that part of it. You know, I've got some feedback from um, different places around the country, and, and there are some people out there that are ready to throw down. And, you know, this week has been interesting since the last show because the stock market has dumped a little bit more and there's more violence. Uh one of these cities that I do some work in, there was a guy with his three kids just last week. Guy carjacked his car, said, hey, I want your money, I want your wallet. He had three kids under eight in the back seat. The dad gave him the money, gave him the wallet. The guy got the gun out, shot him in the stomach anyway, threw his kids out of the car, took off. The police apprehended him and shot him once in the head, killed him, from what I understand. But the dad uh, died a few days later. And the mom had died of cancer just a few months before. So this is the situation. And uh, it is the moment of truth. The time of waiting is over. And I hope that people get that message pretty quick. But one of the reasons I wanted to come back, well, obviously, uh, one big reason is because people here last week said they wanted to talk a little bit. And we were pretty tied up just uh, with you and I doing the main show. But I wanted to come back and talk to a couple of your people just about what they get out of working out and why they think it's important to the rest of the country. That's great. Yeah, I'm all for it. So, so who do you got with you here tonight? Uh, Sean and Ted, both these guys have uh, has been along for the ride ever since I've been doing uh, my classes here at the gym, and uh, they are both gentlemen that don't need me to really poke them or prod them into uh, giving 150 percent. It's kind of like part of their their personality and their makeup and uh, that is a sheer joy because when that energy is being expressed everybody else gets caught up in it and uh, I don't know there's something that's very magical about being in a room with other people who are pushing beyond 
their self-imposed boundaries. You get caught into that energy, and uh, there's a, a bonding that takes place that uh, I think my, some people who have never experienced that might think that that sounds kind of strange or odd, but for all three of us, I bet you anything they'd agree with me is that no, that's palpable and it's very real. There's something that's, I don't know, it's very magical about going through uh, extreme levels of discomfort, not quitting, and rediscovering what your possibilities are as a human being and doing that with other people. There's something. There's some type of bond that really is very palpable when that occurs. There is. Uh, it's a good point. And I definitely felt that and have felt it with other people that I've thrown down with. Um, and you're a great person to bring that up and maybe talk about this because you're a Native, Native American. And they used to do things that cleanse the soul through uh, pain rituals and things like that. And I, I kind of look at the workout processes. I mean, I tell the people I work with, if it's just about sweat, you're missing the point. There's really a spiritual benefit to exercising, and and we need that more now than ever because of all the depression and the stress and and all that kind of shit. So um, from a Native American standpoint, can you add anything to that about the cleansing through discomfort? Yeah, I would uh, say that, and I'm just speaking for myself, I would not Mm -hmm. ever consider speaking for any other Native American people, but um, for somebody that really doesn't understand uh, certain ritualistic things that I've been guided to do outside of the gym, it was never about harming the physical body, but for instance, going for periods of time without food or water, um, putting myself in situations where uh, for instance, digging my – I want to be real careful about this. Um, digging your own grave, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, crawling down into the hole six feet down, having a blanket covered over the top, and you staying there for four days and four nights with no food or no water. Um, now, when I had people ask me about, well, I can't believe you've never done any hallucinogens. You've never – You've never done that. And I go, you want to have your vision? You'll have your fucking vision. Let me take you out into the wilderness. You dig your own grave. Wow. Crawl down into a hole six feet deep. I'll cover the top of it. See you in four days. That's a bit of a reality check. Yeah. Now, now again, that's not some macho bullshit. It's so that you face all right. your shit is in your face, literally. All your fears. I've never been so terrified in my life than go undergoing things like that. Wow. So all the stuff that you've normally... Uh, don't deal with all the issues that are buried down inside that we normally cover up by being busy in our everyday existence of going to work, going and getting a cup of coffee, going and see the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, on and on it goes with all the, the routine things that people do every day and get so caught up into. Um, all, you, you're not even aware of this, these issues that are buried down inside. Mm-hmm. In that situation, and you don't leave that hole. I don't get up to go and move my bowels or to urinate. You do all that down in that hole. You don't budge for four days or four nights. Wow. You're in complete, utter darkness. That's intense. So your shit, and it's beyond intense. Wow, it's, I can't even imagine. And I felt feel a little strange kind of like coming out and talking about this right now because I— there are certain things for indigenous people that we will not talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I want to respect I, and, that. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. 
I've never, I've said this to two or three people I've, I've only discussed this with before, mm-hmm. very, very co- close friends. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm kind of shocked that I even said this on a, on a friggin' radio program. Mm-hmm. But I, this ties right into what you're saying. If mm-hmm. not now, then when? Right. I, th- I mean, it's, it, this is just for me. I, I think that's why I'm being guided to bring this up right now, mm-hmm. to share, to, to, to get the point across of the intensity of the situation. We've gotten so comfortable, you know, um, and people just don't, they don't want to feel that discomfort. But we know as athletes and people that train, if you don't have the discomfort and the stress, then there's no adaptation and and you don't improve. You just kind of stay where you're at. Yeah, and this is not, if you want to grow as a human, then then don't be a, then, then, uh, if it, if you want to grow as a human, then you better get ready for discomfort. There's no way around it. I'm not talking about physical growth. I'm talking about growth mentally, spiritually, right. emotionally, at every single level. There's no fucking way otherwise to get around it. Yeah. You've got to go through the illusionary aspects of yourself. Those aspects have to die. And that's what that was about. Mm-hmm. Digging your old grave, it's about the illusionary aspect of yourself dying. Hmm. The false identity that we're so all of us are so invested in this is who i am this is what i'm about it'd be like me going i am the guy rusty is the strength and conditioning coach the chiropractor the guy who puts people through the pain and the guy who uh, who does the same thing with himself and the truth of the matter is that's a pretty fucking small identity that's not really who we are so we're, we're not our title so there were no titles and uh, Mercedes emblems in, in the hole down there? <laughs> no, 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 all that shit, all that shit disappeared pretty goddamn quick. Yeah, I and, bet. Uh, well, in a much uh, so, and on, on a lesser, on a smaller scale of that, is uh, the physical training that we go through. Right. So based on that, anything, that makes sense. Anything to me. I do here in this gym is pretty goddamn. <laughs> It's pretty goddamn mild compared to that. That's yeah. why, I would, again, that's why when people go, oh, yeah, you don't know what you're missing. No, y'all, we'll take it out. We have our indigenous people have our own way of opening up the senses without having to ingest something. Right. I'm not knocking it. If that's what you're guided to do, sure, sure. go for it. Yeah. You just don't bullshit yourself. Well, in a lesser way, I got home at 930 last night, and I was tired, and it was cold outside, and I thought, well— it's time to throw down because now is a time for strength, right? It's not a time for weakness. So I grabbed the bell and I did minute sets, grabbed the 24K, which is 53 pounds for those of you that don't know kettlebell training. And I ripped 20 reps at the top of each minute for half an hour. I got 600 reps in 30 minutes. I was good. I went to bed and satisfied. Enjoy. <laughs> so there's, there's many ways. To do the, there's, there's as many ways to do the dance as there are people. Yeah. And there's, you know, whatever your, your, your pleasurable pain is, and there's no bullshit at some point, you just got to get over it. So, um, I'd like to talk to people, uh, tonight with these people here at hardcore 360, just about the value of, of, uh, going through, um, physical exercise and spiritual benefits and what they see, um, uh, in their community is is a value to getting this message out because you know it's not just about me or rusty it's it's the bigger picture here is getting people to engage and wake up and get it on because like we said on the last show the the time for waiting is over and this is a time for action so who's up first man you can just pass those headphones off you probably don't need the headphones on now if you don't want to wear them that's okay um but you'll have to scoot up to the mic a little bit so what's your name again my name's Sean. Sean. Okay. So 
I had the pleasure of watching Sean suffer <laughs> last week. I never heard any complaining. I saw a lot of uh, satisfaction on the face. By the way, it seemed like the, the deeper you went into the workout, the better you got. So that was impressive. But uh, what's, your, what's your opinion of uh, Santa Barbara Fitness and, and just anything you want to talk about related to promoting health and fitness? We're, that's why we're here tonight. Well, you know, Santa Barbara is a very, uh, you know, it's it's an active place mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, it's it's incredibly easy here to stay active if if you choose to do that. You can't complain about the weather, right? Right. <laughs> so and those excuses you, don't fly yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're all bullshit, exactly. as Rusty yeah. would say. And just you know, great uh, nature, you know, really accessible. Whether it's the beach and the ocean, or trails mm-hmm. in the hills, so. There is a lot of opportunity for that, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I guess like a lot of what you're talking about with some of the, you know, larger problems we're seeing in America, of course, of course you see that here, mm-hmm. um, just, you know, not eating well or, you know, overindulgence and right. certain things. And again, not judging it, but just, yeah. you know, seeing that as, as, um, you know, one of the, one of the detractors to, to good health. So how old are you? I'm 33 years old. So you're pretty fit for over 30. So <laughs> how, how did, you know, it's, it's interesting, and that's, that's why I really like working with um, people my age or Rusty's age, but definitely over 30 because you start getting to 30, and if, if you're not doing something right, the genetics kind of wears off. <laughs> so, and then you find out who the people uh, that are for real are. You know, it's like if you're 30 or 50 years old and you're still fit, you, you must be the real deal. So what do you do? Well, I, you know, it's it's been a passion for mm-hmm. me for a while. So, you know, I, I guess I feel fortunate that that to me it's just something I really really love to do. And I guess it started off as kind of more in the physical layer. Mm-hmm. But you know, I couldn't agree with you more that that you know not only does it you know the more important thing is the you know spiritual side of it, but I, you know I think it's it's important to really stay in touch with that because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I remember, you know, even Rusty saying this in the previous, you know, segment that, Mm -hmm. that, you know, you can even cover up, you know, some, some of your bullshit and some of your fears and things with working exercise. Now, certainly that's a better, you know, well, you know, not not to put them on different levels, but obviously that's not going to hurt your health as much as, you know, covering up with, you know, alcohol, yeah, yeah, you know, something that hurts your health. But, you know, it's really a practice of awareness. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, um, you know, that's really what it's become for me is, is, uh, you know, a a place to come and really, really be present Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, you know, see see what comes up inside yourself. That's so. being being present is nice, and I I like. Um, I think it's when you're working out at a higher intensity, that becomes much more important. Yeah. There are a lot of people that go really soft, and so they don't have to be all that present. I mean, you can be right. present going soft, but when you start going at a higher intensity, whether it's body weight or a kettlebell, um, it does require more focus and more attention. The interesting thing, and I think I mentioned this last time, is that my clients that are doing the Russian kettlebell. They, they will say that the biggest benefit is the mental part of it, not necessarily the physical, because it requires us to get rid of all that other bullshit and really come into the moment, and that is so cleansing, that Zen awareness. I mean, so many people multitask up the ass, 
And we've all been guilty of that probably to some degree, but I've, I've, I've learned to do less of that the last year or two and think about the moment more. And Rusty talked a lot about that last week. So you're sold on health and fitness probably for life, the way I'm reading your energy. What do you do in the community to get this word out that, that is important, not just for me or Rusty or you, but, but for everyone? Uh, well, you know, first of all, the most important thing is just, uh, you know, walking the walk. Exactly. And, you know, I think secondly, it's really, um, really sharing it Mm -hmm. with people. Um, you know, not so much in a way of, you know, you need to do this, but I I find that the more, you know, connected I stay with it and just, um, passionate, that uh, you know, a lot of people ask me questions about it. You know, wh- whether it's about working out or mm-hmm. just dietary things, or just asking me to to maybe you know help them a little bit with training. So they notice. Yeah, they notice, and and that's right. you know that that's close friends, and I think besides that, um, it's uh, it's really important to to see where you know where you can meet people where they are exactly because as we were talking about with the presence what i find a lot is um there's there's so much of an inertia quality mm-hmm. to, to training or staying active for people so i hear a lot of you know people saying well you know back in high school or back in college when i was doing sports you know i, I was able to move so much better or i right. weighed less they're not in the moment i though. felt better and yeah. so so i think what happens is they're afraid to take that first step because then it's going to show them how deconditioned they are yeah and which is what rusty was talking and, about they don't want to face that yeah, bullshit, yeah. You know? but you got to get over that at some yeah, point right we all and all of us in this room yeah. the four of us have all been through that yeah we've, absolutely if you're listening and you're not very fit and you're like oh those guys are just fitness gurus yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, we've all been there, man. Yeah, and and I think sometimes we have this image of strength mm-hmm. or being fit as as a kind of an image mm-hmm. or this or this you know upper level that somebody's at. But really, ultimately, you know, strength is an action. Mm-hmm. So if you know, I I tell people if they want to you know start training or, or do something, just act strongly. You know, Me, attitude, just just honesty and integrity, and yeah. you know, if you the only way to get to that level of strength that you think you need to be at or that you admire in other people is just to act strongly in the moment and just keep doing that. And I agree. It's yeah. so much of it is yeah. mental. You yeah, know? and then the physical, the the mind will lead the body if you're listening, and and the body will follow along. But man, if the mental part isn't there, and I'm my my full time gig is a corporate well coach, so that's based in behavioral psychology, and I I tell my people all the time, this is so much more mental than physical. Yeah, absolutely. you know, if we get the mental part down, and meeting people where they're at is really important. I don't want people to get the idea that it's all about kettlebell intervals all the time, twenty four seven. Because um, one of my greatest stories is a lady I had um, corporate client last year very overweight, um, even had trouble walking. And her task goal with me the first week was just to practice single leg balance, holding onto the wall, trying to get her ankle stable enough and fit enough so it wouldn't swell up when she walked. She went from that point, because that's where she was at, like you were saying, you got to meet people where they're at, to two months later, she was riding a brand new beach cruiser on the bike path for 30 minutes, digging life. 
and Rusty smiling. You know, so that's what it's all about, man. We just yeah. we want to get the message out there and encourage people to be um, physically active and just doing something. My God, yeah. You know, we got to start somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, one more thing I would say is, um, of course, there's always the you know I'm too busy mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And, and the other thing too is I understand some people just don't have the desire to really, mm-hmm. you know kind of center so much of their life around training like you know some of us here who like to do that but i mean you know it has to just be thought of as a responsibility i mean it really amazes me how much you know some people will take so much better care of their houses and their cars oh yeah and that that comes first you know like oh well you know i i got a clean house tonight or you know i've you know all these other tasks that need to be done so somehow you have to decide that that it's it's so that that should be such a top priority but i think um you know one thing i'm interested in um as as a trainer is to if somebody's not interested in coming to a gym or getting into classes or really studying a lot about it there's so many ways you can just work it into your daily schedule sure Um, i've worked in offices a lot and Mm -hmm. people will see me at a copier doing squats (laughs) that i scan whatever it takes baby yeah you know know, just taking a walk after lunch yeah when you sit at a computer taking little stretch breaks yeah you know just really simple things like that that are gonna make you feel better (laughs) so you know make it you know make it work into your life it doesn't have to be a workout it's kind of more like a work in you know work that's a good way to put it life yeah and little little few minutes here and there make it but they all add up yeah yeah. you wouldn't think so but they do i I, one of my clients today works 12 hour shifts and he goes got this stabbing pain in my neck and when i come in the gym it goes away it's go hell yes because (laughs) our bodies aren't designed to sit on our ass for 12 hours a day you know so i was telling just those little breaks and he said you know i used to get a great big cup of water and now i get a smaller cup of water and i go get more trips to the cooler and stuff and he's also lost about 140 pounds and he's still this kicking serious ass and man he's awesome this guy's on fire man and he's He's, he said, I'm starting to piss people off in the office because I'm, I'm making them look bad. It's like, hey, man, enjoy, <laughs> you know, because you're not stopping. Yeah. Well, those are great comments, so I really appreciate that. And, and we have one more uh, warrior here that I saw sweating a lot last <laughs> week. So who's, who's next? And then we're all sitting on stability balls. So you, know, you know you're in a place with no bullshit when you're doing a radio show and everyone's sitting on a stability ball. And my table here for the mixing board is a flat bench. You know, right in the middle of the gym here at Hardcore 360 in Santa Barbara. So here we got our next uh, fitness guest here in the Lean Braze radio show, leanbraze.com. Hello. How's it going? What's your name? My name's Ted. Ted. So you were throwing down pretty hard style last week, too. Yeah, and today, too. Today, too. Was it the, the same type of format tonight? No, it was, um, it was a little more devious. He kind of started us off easy. And <laughs> And suck, you know, sucker us in at the end. That that was one. Th- my brother was here uh, shooting video with us last week, and he goes, "You know, I thought I thought the warm up was the workout, and then all of a sudden I looked over there, and it's like, wow, they're just getting started." I go, "Yeah, that's when you know you got a really experienced trainer. You know, <laughs> they ease you in like that." Yep. So, what do you think about uh, the daily fitness and the benefits of that? I think I'm still more at the physical stage then uh okay you know sean's gotten a little you know, i haven't quite made it to the you know the next step i guess because for me it's just it's it's all about um feeling good i've got it i have a very stressful job if i don't do mm-hmm. something to kind of 
sure. unwind. I, I don't sleep well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I try to get in here as much as I can. I can't always make all these classes, but if I can't, you know, do a rusty thing, then I'll try and do something similar on my own. Sure. You have the so, daily discipline, you know. Yeah, or, you know, or close to daily. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be seven days a week. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. you're doing something. Mm-hmm. That's good. And that's an interesting comment because um, there is a lot of sleep issues in America. That's been in the research news quite a bit the last couple of years. Of course, we have sleep apnea, which is, in, uh, you know, acid reflux. And I don't even want to get Rusty started again because he knows, you know, that relates back to obesity and all these other things going on. But, man, the stress. Um, I mentioned um, in one of the shows here the last week that uh, I actually thought I had a brain tumor. And I had an MRI done, and they checked my inner ear function. And I finally realized I was just fucking killing myself with stress and not getting enough sleep. And one of the biggest health shifts I made last year in 2008 was I started sleeping more. And, I, man, if you're, not, if you're trying to roll in four or five hours a night like I was, I'm here to tell you that you're going down a, a path of destruction, man. And it sneaks up on you. I mean, you don't start it out does, four or yeah. five hours a night. You, you know, just... To, you know, it happens, and, you know, next thing you know, you're just tired all the time. Yeah, well, I was fried. Yeah. I mean, I was disoriented and dizzy, and um, I just, well, I was jacked up, man. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> but sleep is important, and, and a, you know, a vigorous workout once in a while helps with that. No, that's exactly. You have to tire yourself out. I mean, I used to have much more physical jobs, and I slept a lot better, and they were fairly stress-free. And, right. You know, if you're, if you're not tired, you're not going to sleep. That's true. That's true. Nothing wrong with a little hard work. Somebody asked me today at work, aren't you afraid that you'll have a heart attack and die? <laughs> and one of the things that I learned from Doug Nepadal, who, who actually was the guy that put me in touch with Rusty because Doug is a, a senior kettlebell instructor, one of the best in the country, and he goes, look, you've got to get over the fact in your snatch test that you're not going to die. It'll, it'll be okay. You know? <laughs> you're, you're fit. And, I, and by the way, I haven't done this stupidly. I mean, I've been progressing steadily under some master instructors and and use my own knowledge base as well and uh, it's just a matter of getting through it you know and doing the right thing yeah and i think on all uh in all exercise programs it is really important to talk to people that oh yeah that are you know real trainers so it's like if people ask me you know about routines and stuff like that i really hesitate to give any advice because i'm not a trainer and Uh you know you wouldn't ask me to go fix your car right right you know, so but general encouragement's know, okay. Certainly, I mean, yeah. do something. But if there's if the, you want to get specific type of sure things, I mean, I can't really help with that. And if you know someone wants to make the high school football team, I don't really know. You send them the rusty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or I mean, or if they you know if they want to look good on the beach or whatever, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, I mean, my I would say in general, yes, you should go out and do something for sure. Do something, even if it's just walking. I think Oprah should come down here, man. She's got a place in Santa Barbara. She, she sure does. She hasn't been down here yet. She has quite a place. Maybe she'll get the show sent to her, you know? I don't think so. I think, I think, uh, I think a few minutes with Rusty would, would clarify quite a bit for that woman, you know? There's some things money can't buy, and coming in here and getting through a workout uh, is one of them. You can get your way in the door, yeah, but... I think it's, you know, I, I just had to pipe in on this one. I, I think it's pretty obvious that, 
that Oprah's missing the boat. I'm not dogging Oprah out. But yeah, yeah. Come on, she's got there's some major issues yeah. that are underlying her food addiction. Like like you were talking about yeah, the last two weeks. Yeah, this is a person, yeah. person who's a friggin' billionaire. She right. could you know buy whatever she wants. And exactly. Have, she has she has the ultimate trainer and has the cook and the chef and all that shit. Yeah. But the the fact is is that she's got some unresolved issues that drive her food addictions right and then she uh, self-destructs yeah i mean and, and you'll hear oprah will go on and talk about it. she knows the whole psychology of it and, oh yeah but the bottom line is this you could talk about that shit all day long it's kind of like you could be the phd right of electricity yeah and tell me how a light bulb illuminates and lights up this room mm-hmm. you could get do, give me all the ups and downs of that right but the fact is until you get up off your ass walk physically walk across the room and turn the switch on you're going to sit in darkness <laughs> that's a great okay? analogy i'm gonna and have so to use that yeah she's still right just kind of talking about it at the bottom and that's fine People will do whatever they're going to do until they're fucking tired of their situation. Then she'll change. You know, the best, uh, the best commentary uh, I've heard on this was a couple years ago. She did that drive across America. And we're not trying to dog Oprah. I mean, she's done a lot of good. You know, she's yeah, a absolutely. very smart lady, you know, yeah. and all that. But, but, and she has, to her benefit and credit, she's been transparent that, hey, I've got some issues here the last couple months. And, and she's come out again and... And I hope I hope she can figure it out this time. But one of one of my great friends is Steve Ilg of HolisticFitness.com. He's a multi-sport athlete and a, a definite yogi guru. And uh, I made a comment to him about her road trip across the country, and he goes, "She's having problems walking." And I thought about that a minute, and I thought, "How profound!" And he's right; she can't walk normally. <laughs> that says a lot about. You know, a, a person that um, has a trainer and this and that and, and just the basic motor functions aren't there. It wasn't because she had a, a disease or an injury. It just... Um, Bob Green's supposed to be the guru. Yeah. So anyway, you know, it kind of comes back to primal function. But So she should walk across the country. There you go. Like that other guy that walked across the country, lost all that weight and put it on YouTube and all that stuff. But anyway, we're here at Hardcore 360. We've been talking to... Uh, some people that throw down on a on a weekly basis, and we're going to wrap the show up. And you guys have anything else you'd like to say before we fire off here? The weather's nice today in Santa Barbara. I drove down, and the sun is shining. So Kevin Rail, my my co partner here, he's back in Pennsylvania, and it's snowing, so <laughs> he couldn't be here tonight. But this is Ron Jones with the Lean Berets, and our credo is: When in doubt, throw down in the sweat of the moment. And our mission. Save America and make the world a better place through creating some awareness so we can fix it. You know, we're not afraid to call it like it is, but we really want to help everybody because this is a time for strength. Let's get it on. So until next time, this has been Ron Jones for the Lean Berets, Avengers of Health. You can catch us on the web at theleanberets.com and also on MySpace if you search the Lean Berets. Our theme music is provided by Calcaneus. Metal Blues Band. You can check them out at calcaneus.com. They kick serious ass. The lead singer and guitar player, Stanley J. Tucker, throws a Russian kettlebell, so you know that's good. Until next time, we're the Lean Berets, Avengers of Health, and we kick ass. <laughs>